0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talk Busy with Lizzie podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie, and today's episode, I'm having one of my absolute best friends who I met while I was at Liberty University on the podcast to talk about our experience at the Passion Conference earlier this month in Atlanta, Georgia. It's my first time in Georgia, which is really cool. Another state I get to check off. Uh, Abby and I had such a good time, and we learned so so much and so we just thought it'd be fun for her to come on the podcast to talk about it uh she's been wanting to come on for a while i've been wanting to have her on for a while so finally she gets to come on the podcast so without further ado let's just hop right in i am so excited to finally have you on the podcast it's been we've been talking about this i'm gonna raise my volume we've been talking about this literally since i was at liberty yeah yeah Which was... Since uh, you told me about it, I was like, wait, I want to be on it. I know. And so now you get to be. And I'm so excited. Did you... Before we, like, went to Passion, did you do any, like, prep for Passion? Like... Um, I definitely prayed a lot before. Because obviously, you know, the situation I was in, it was... (laughs) I needed a lot of... I needed to pray and really you know ask God to reveal something to me through this conference. Yeah. And um that was that was the main preparation that I did was just a lot of, and a lot and a lot of prayer. Yeah. So mine definitely is the same way. I think we prayed very s- similar like prayers in the sense. Yeah. that I know we talked about like the just give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Mm-hmm. Um because I definitely prayed that a few times going in of just like I want God to reveal me what he wants to reveal to me and being able to like just hear his voice and listen to what he has to say and not listen to my own voice so much because I do that a lot. I like listen to a sermon and I'm thinking about (laughs) 10 other things and um, I will say next time we go because we made Uh, Okay, well, for my listeners, we made a whole list of things that we're going to do differently (laughs) next time. Um, And one of mine, I didn't really share this with you as much because it was something I thought about, like, way after. But I think I want to do better about, like, really being in prayer before and even, like, fasting before I go. Yeah. um, Because I think that's really beneficial. I haven't really done a lot of fasting, um, like, not... Like, for spiritual stuff. Like, I, yeah. I fasted in, like, oh, intermittent fasting for, like, yeah. diet stuff. But not really um, for anything, like, prayer or anything. So, I think that that would be cool to... Not, not necessarily cool, but, like, just beneficial. Um, yeah, I was definitely thinking about, you know, doing something like that next time. So that I can really, really, really get into it. Because I feel like, mm-hmm. especially after when I came home, it was, like... I didn't, I told myself, and I'd even told you, I was like, I'm going to take, you know, everything that I took from passion, I'm going to bring it home, share with my family, my friends, and everything, yeah. and I just did not do that, <laughs> and not that it, you know, it just everything went back to reality after, Absolutely. and it's, yeah. it's so hard going from, you know, being in an environment with literally 60,000 people, like, worshiping God. And then you come home, and it's the same old stuff. Oh, yeah. I did the same so thing, so... I feel like definitely doing... Now that I know what the experience is like, being more prepared and fasting as well, I think that would really be beneficial. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I did the same thing. I came home, and everything got back into, like, the daily groove, and it yeah. just... I completely let go of a lot of things that... I had heard even like my favorite things that I had written down, I completely just like <laughs> completely over my head at that point. And that was really hard. Cause like it just, I was like, this is, this is what I was talking about. Like I want to stick to it and not just get back. And so I've been like, I like that you said before we started the podcast uh you were just saying that you re-listened to uh levi's yeah. um sermon and i think that that's really beneficial i think maybe i should do that because it's yeah it's like you forget it and now i'm like oh well is what it is it's like no like i well, can't go back and... for, all, for all you passion people that went for passion <laughs> um if you download the passion app you can re-watch literally all the sermons all the worship music They've got everything on there, which I I did not know. And then I went on there yesterday, or it wasn't yesterday, it was the other day. And I was like, wow. Abby, you need I to be really a spokesperson for them. That was so good. Oh, thank you. You're like, all my passionate people give me the need to download that. <laughs> you have no idea how much I've been preparing for this podcast. I literally, like last night, I was running through scenarios in my head. I was like, okay, so if she says this, I'm going to say this. <laughs> And I was like, Abby, you got to step it up. I love it. I love it. I'm so ready. And I've also been so excited because it's been forever since, you know, we said we've been going to do it. I know. We've talked about like so many different topics to do too. And I'm like, I still want to do those too. We need to. But I was like, this is a good starting point because it's like something we got to do together and we can. I wanted to already talk about it. I wanted to do a whole, like, recap um, episode. So I was like, well, why not have her on the (laughs) recap episode? So, yeah. Um, Do you want to jump into, like, some of our notes from everything? Yeah, I'd love to. Yay. (laughs) Um, So the first speaker was Sadie robertson who My... Yes. yes. Oh my! Gosh, I I'm actually wearing her sweatshirt right now, so yes, you are had to fit, had to fit it in. I love it. Um, I I remember listening to her at Sydney's with you at like three in the morning. Yes, that was like honestly crazy night, but like it, it was, was a, like, it was a good night. that that I literally in that moment when you stayed up with me that late i was like this is this is my best friend i said i don't know a lot of people who would stay up and literally pray for me at 3 a.m. in the morning so that's what christian friends you. are for yeah but um, but that was like yeah. honestly that is a highlight of my time <laughs> that um lizzie and i slept on the couch um right next to each other like sardines literally so (laughs) that was an interesting night but um Um, I remember when she came on the stage I literally you and I looked at each other we were like I know I was like I think and I think that that well to me at least the whole like experience from while we were at Liberty made that moment so special for like to 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 see her for the first time in person to be with you was like amazing oh my gosh because I uh, I can't even tell you the amount of times that you and I have texted each other and been like, well, Sadie's coming here. We should go. Like, we should plan the trip when we need to go. Yeah. What was it? I think you had texted me one time. She was going to Nashville. Something I think like it, that. Something like that. Yeah. And you were like, we need to go. Yeah. And then passion came up and the opportunity came. So I was like, yeah. Okay. Um, her sermon was really cool because she went through the whole story of the Bible. From like front to back in fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, okay. Even so, on my little notes, I have the little. Oh, me too. You know, it's right there. mine's it. smaller, but it's right there. Um. Oh my gosh. But you know what's funny that I thought about after the fact, the assignment that I told you about, where I had to do that for my global studies class. Yeah. I literally did it in your room while you were at work that week. That I really? stayed over yeah i uh well psa she came to visit me all the way from washington i'm in north Carolina, and i went had to work that day because i forgot to call off and <laughs> um yeah she did her homework home when i was at work it was great i got stuff done got to hang out with you it was a great day yeah. she brought me pretzels while i was at work I it was did. great <laughs> that was so fun oh my gosh we got pretzels so much in school i know. I still love that. Okay. Um, I literally haven't had a pretzel in so long. I'm craving one. I should have said that. Sorry. (laughs) You're good. I literally think about it every time I go to the mall, but I haven't gotten one in a long time. (laughs) Um, anyway, let's dig into it. Oh, um, the thing about hers that was so cool was how she talked about, um, like reading the word for yourself and because that's what's going to change your heart is when you read it for yourself um mm-hmm. and then i love how she talked about josiah who how when he read the word for himself it changed his heart and then that changed a yeah. whole generation um yeah. <clears throat> which all the pro- some of the protesters outside were literally oh my God. the next day almost i'm not even joking the next day mentioned the same verses Sadie did and said the exact same thing she did and said you shouldn't be listening to Sadie and I was like dude you just said the same exact thing she did like (laughs) I will say for the protesters obviously passion is very I feel like it's very well known obviously in Atlanta like very known and for protesters to come I yes people have their different opinions but when you're trying to overpower what god is doing inside of that stadium yes, it's it becomes very obviously it's disrespectful like just plain out it is and to be preaching you know false stuff out literally outside of i don't know it's it's crazy to me that people do that yeah well it was like okay first of all they were pre yeah they were christians and yeah. for anyone who's just listening, I put that in parentheses or not parentheses yeah. in uh, quotations because, um, it's, they definitely weren't, I mean, I was reading their signs and stuff and I was like, that is incorrect. Um, yeah. but like it was, and it was just interesting because they were saying all these things and you're right. They were like trying to overpower God. And so therefore that, I mean, that's blasphemy and, yeah. um, but it was just funny to me that like you're mentioning the same thing that was just going on in there that she was saying, but you're trying to say that she's wrong and I'm right and, you know. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Then I mean, other things they said were just completely wrong. But yeah. I saw a security guard preaching to some of the protesters, and it was so cool. He was just like, he was like, you know, that. this is how, why I believe in God, and this is what I believe. And he was just talking to them. And I was like, I love it. And I will say... This literally made my heart melt, touched my heart. I know you saw it too. I there know, after it. when we were walking back from, we had actually, so one of the nights I told Lizzie, I said, listen, we're going to have to leave a little bit early so mm-hmm. we can get to dinner somewhere. So we went to this like karaoke diner, whatever you want to call it. And um, we had got there maybe, what, how many minutes did we leave early? It was only like 10 minutes, probably. Maybe. yeah 10 15 minutes yeah so we walk out and you know we go to this diner and then we leave the place is packed like you can't even move everyone's packed in there the streets you can't even walk on the sidewalk like people are just walking yes. in the road um glad we left when we did we actually got a there spot. were a few guys you know just passion kids that were just on the street like just literally talking to some homeless people and There was this one guy, and this literally melted my heart. He was petting the homeless guy's dog, Mm -hmm. and he was just talking to him about the Lord. And I looked at Lizzie, and I said, that is probably the most wholesome thing I think I've ever seen. Yes. And it was so beautiful that people weren't just listening to it in the stadium. People were actually bringing it out and, you know, sharing it with the world. It just, it literally melted my heart. It was so beautiful. And the fact that he got down on the guy's level. He like, Yes, he sat down. Yeah. and just talked to him, and it yeah. was so beautiful. It wasn't like a a preaching to him, like over him, like you know. Yeah. It was like a he got down on his levels, was petting the dog, just talking to I him. Know. Like was, obviously, we don't know what he said, but like it looked like he was just having conversation with him and showing yeah. God's love to him.
1: And I'm sure exactly. he
0: mentioned God, like you know, but it was just it wasn't like a a preachy thing, like yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah there's a you could tell that because of you know what he was doing and how he was showing the guy that even if he wasn't you know telling the guy what happened in there he was talking to him it was yeah. just showing him you know the love that god shows exactly. us for me. and it was just oh i will i will never forget that that is a core memory oh, of mine for never sure forget it. he was just he was like letting his actions show his testimony oh yeah yeah um Anyway, getting back on to some of the stuff we learned, learned, um, what was your biggest takeaway from Sadie's? Oh, gosh. We going <laughs> so, she actually said a lot that I was, like, and, you know, towards the... So, I was in a very difficult situation going into Passion. I was dealing with a lot of confusion oh, yeah. and heartbreak, and... um every every single sermon just spoke something so different to me but it was the same if that you know makes any sense yeah um i think that's what's so cool about stuff like this sorry i don't mean to cut you off that's the thing that's so cool about stuff like this is we can all have a different takeaway from every single one of these sermons and it still be important and it still be like such a big thing and it does. There are so many similar because it all is the gospel, there's going to be similarities in every single one that, re- that speaks to that one person. Like yeah. for me, uh, I mean, I'll mention it later. And once we get more into it, but like that, I have a certain thing, but I know that it's not what you heard. Like yeah. it's just, it's I- different, but we both got something so good out of this. Oh yeah, totally. And I know that they're Few things that I wrote down that you wrote down that you and I just related to completely different things, mm-hmm. which is just exactly what you said. Um, so this was I my pen. <laughs> um, I broke my pen <laughs> the first night and it hits in the face. So I apologize to that guy. Um, that was so. Funny. So I had to switch to my little marker. <laughs> <laughs> I my I was playing with my pen and it broke, and literally the ink went on his face, and I'm so sorry to whoever it hit, because he was sitting right next to me, and I felt really bad.
1: but hilarious.
0: um, So, sorry if it gets a little fuzzy with reading, but this one thing that she said, it was the last thing that she said. It said, you must be engaged to be changed. And when she had said that, Mm -hmm. it really really got to me, because I was like, I've always, you know, trying to think, you know, read the word of God and, you know, have been uh, as what I thought was engaged in it. I've always, you know, tried my very best to, you know, live live it out. But you don't truly, truly, truly change until you are fully, you know, engaged with the Lord and you have totally just given your life to him. And that was one thing that when she said, I was like, Abby, come on. And then, um, let's see, this was another good one. Okay, this is a good one. If it if it is God, you can't stop the movement. If you try and stop the movement, you will end up fighting God.
1: And, I
0: remember talking about this. Oh the first my word. <laughs> um that one has been me. The past few months, I have been trying to control my situation and it, it did not work out well for me. And I ended up fighting God's plan. I ended up fighting, I, I just ended up like full on, you know, battling I, it out, battle battle <laughs> with God. And um, when she said that, I was like, you know, if it truly is from God, it's going to happen either way. There's like no stopping it whatsoever, but me trying to sit here and control it is just making the situation so much more difficult. It's making it harder on me, my mental health, everything when I could have literally just been like, "Okay, God here, take it right, yeah, but those were the, i, I like there's so one. much more, but those are the two that I yeah. just am in love with <laughs> mine was definitely um similar but more about sharing that yeah. and it being I said not just action change it's a heart change and that was yeah. something that was standing out to me right before we went to um I had been listening to some I I actually she came on the podcast um Ashley Jones uh she's great love her. She made a video about how it's about heart change and not just, or yeah, uh, when your heart changes, your actions change. And so it's not about trying to make your actions just change. Sorry. Bless you. (laughs) It's about changing, letting God change your heart. And that's where the action change will stem from. And that really, like, that was something that was already like speaking to me before. So when I heard her talk about that was huge. And then just allowing yourself to be a witness, um, and to know the story. Like it was about. I wrote down my last note on on hers. Says know the story! Exclamation! Be a witness! Exclamation point! And so, I love it. That was definitely my biggest takeaway: was just knowing the Bible, knowing what it says, and being a witness to it. So, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm definitely second hand of you know it's. You know, obviously action speaks louder than words and I'm definitely guilty of, you know, saying that I've been a Christian and then doing the complete opposite. I've I've had my fair share of lukewarm, um, <laughs> lukewarm moments. Yeah. But um it is definitely everything about that statement I love. it yeah. it is a heart change and that's the hardest part about it. So absolutely it's allowing god to change you and but like you were saying you have to surrender that like you can't control it you have to be like okay god i give you my heart i give you my life and you're gonna change it because i can't do it alone (laughs) yeah and then the hardest part is after you do that you just feel like at least sometimes you know the enemy will try and attack you after that and it's like you know you're so in control of the situation. Like, why did you just give it all to him? And right. that was definitely something that I struggled with on this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that more, you know <laughs> very well. But, um, it, is really yeah. but um, it is really hard. Yeah. But totally. But I worth it. About it. yeah. it. Um, yeah. And then Ben Stewart spoke, which I bought his book all at right, Passion. So um, I did <laughs> <bought laughs> while um, I dropped. A bag on sweatshirts. <laughs> Should not have done that. Um, I told my bosses not to give me my paycheck before the trip. And they did anyway. So,
1: <laughs> here we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I bought the Single Dating, Engaged, Married book by Ben Stewart, which I've been wanting to read for a long time. So, to finally have it, like, physically, is so exciting. So oh, yeah. Um, and I felt like his, his and Sadie's, to me, really worked well together like to put them yeah. after or him after her was really really great because um, he talked a lot about we must know jesus to have a relationship with him and how do we do that we do that by reading the bible and um and getting to know his character and that will lead us to knowing yeah. jesus and having a relationship with him and he said um this was my favorite part because it really like drove home what Sadie said, where he said, the word will change your life and you'll be an agent of change to the world. Yeah, I, let's see. I've actually never listened to a Ben Stewart sermon, so that was really cool to hear him. I actually don't know where my notes are from him, Oh, I think you got sick and tired of the marker. I did. You know what? That was it. So I didn't take notes um, on what he said because my marker gave out after I broke my pen. Yeah. Um, so I did, you know, after Sadie had come on, it really her servant prepared me for, you know, what he was going on to say because he did end up relating a lot of this stuff that he was saying to Sadie. Mm-hmm. And he said everything was, you know, everything that Sadie just said was so well, so well said. But then he went on to basically, he said the same exact stuff she did, but said it in a different way that honestly kind of made me understand it even more. Right. Yeah. And so he, it's hard for me to talk about it because I don't remember a lot of what he said. Mm-hmm. But... um I did. I did like him a lot, yeah. and I wish I had my notes because that kind of makes me mad. But um, yeah, I can't really say much about him. I but just, yeah, I I feel like I probably have the least amount of notes for him. Um, yeah. But it was at the end of the night. It was like it was late. And it was really. They were already running way behind on things too. <laughs> It yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. Um but I think he said or one of my things he said was desire the king, not just the kingdom. That blew my mind. Um and then he was talking about um having a perceptive heart precedes transformed life. Um and Jesus isn't scared of your questions. So yeah. those were definitely my biggest takeaways on his yeah for sure and then the next day jonathan us spoke. um yeah don't even get me started on it <laughs> so excited oh, gosh. okay do you listen to the porch podcast? um i have not okay absolutely. so he doesn't he doesn't he does a different church now which he does have a podcast for it and i can't remember what the name of the podcast is but i will send it to you when i remember but he used to do the porch and i sure. love the porch Uh, I'll send that podcast to you too. Now it's, oh my gosh, JT, something like that. But the porch guys are great. But he used to speak for the, or like, uh, uh, he used to be the pastor for the young adults at the porch. And he was great. His sermons were amazing. Um, Anyway, so he came to Liberty last year and I like freaked out and oh my God. loved it oh He's- also sorry to cut you off You're didn't in- know this but sadie is coming to liberty um february 2nd and i want go to go there? so bad But are you going to no um, well i first off i have to work uh, <laughs> yeah. so sad about it but i'm just glad i got to see your fashion yeah so. i know Sorry to cut you off there. No, you're good. I was just, I wish. I. Were. That's the one thing I, I did really like, the convocations. Well, oh, some I of them. them. Not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. Some of them I was like, okay, can I leave now? Like. Yeah. <laughs> but most of them were really great. Um. Anyway, Jonathan Picludo. I love him. He's I Every mean. single time he speaks, I'm just blown away. Like, oh yeah, he always has great ones, and this one he was said about stuff. And I was like, my jaw just dropped, and I was like in a loss for words. I was like, ah. yeah, well, I'll to everyone there. Yeah, same. <laughs> but he spoke to literally everyone. Like oh, yeah. what he said was everything that today's world struggles with. Oh, I know. Like, cause he. So, <clears throat> for anyone who doesn't know, because you're proud, that's probably why you're listening to this. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He spoke about how Jesus is the only way and all other ways lead to hell. And I just, I'm like not even like, I'm literally just looking at my first like note from him. But it just, it was so good because that's everything that right now, like in our lives, people struggle with is, well, do like... Everyone's like, well, I can believe what I want to believe and I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that's not how that works. And there's even Christians that say that. Like, that's what bothers me. It's it's like these Christians are like, oh, well, if if you're Muslim, it's okay. You're still going to heaven. If you're Jewish, you're still going to heaven. You just have to be a good person. Which isn't. But if you want to be a good person, (laughs) you have to follow Jesus. Exactly. Like, you can't. There's nothing actually truly good without God. Yeah. Um. You can. It can be worldly good. It could be. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind. You can be kind yeah. and not have God, but you can't be good and not have God. Yeah. Um. But my first note, convicts me every time I read it. <laughs> um. I said, Do we live like Jesus is the only way, and all other ways lead to hell? Do we put it into practice? And I was like, No, I don't. I'm really bad at that. Um.
1: Because she yeah. was talking
0: about. If you truly believe that, it's more, it's so much more loving to just tell people about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I like, I feel like we all have a head knowledge of that. We're all like, yeah, that's true. Like yeah. we need to do that. But then we don't put it into practice and we don't actually like spread the word to everybody. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's hard. It's really difficult to just be like, oh, do you know about Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I envy the people who know how to just bring it into conversation without it being awkward. Oh, I know. And because... I, like, with my friends, I've tried to, you know, I try to bring it up in some yes. type of way. But my problem is I don't want to come off so strong to where it's like, oh, I'm just trying to shove Christianity down your throat. Because right. so many people now, especially off of TikTok, I've had – tons of people dm me and comment on my videos you know that yeah um you know stop shoving christianity down my throat you know yeah. this is why i hate christians and i've gotten so many of those comments and i mean that's as a as being a christian ain't everybody that's just the that's the stuff you get said about you right um but
1: Which there's no a fun best, line. But where... keep
0: scrolling
1: like, <laughs> yeah you don't have
0: to listen to what i have to say Exactly. And that's, that's also what I do like about social media is you can, you know, our whole world now is on social media. That's what our world consists of. And so, you know, posting about God, you know, there was one thing that another guy had said about social media, which we'll share later on when we get to the guy. But um, it was, I mean, that's the one way we can reach people about mm-hmm. God is through social media. Yeah. And so if you don't like it keeps scrolling, right well actually i heard this thing where someone said if paul was alive today like if he were living right now yeah. he, he would love social media
1: oh yeah 100%. he would personally
0: use it and that we would be me, eating that up right <laughs> that hit me because i'm over here like obviously like you know that my social media i know i share a lot about yeah. that but like it, there, it gets hard for me like There's a lot of times I've almost quit the podcast. I've almost quit all social media. Um, I'm so glad I never actually quit. But so many times where it almost happened. And it really hit me where I was like, yeah, but, like, look at the platform that I get to use to spread the word. And, like, if Paul would have used it, I'm going to use it. And, like, there's there's a healthy balance of, like, hey, like, for me, it's a huge temptation, so I can't use it. Or, like, obviously there are reasons people don't use social media and there are yeah. like I'm not trying to say oh you need to be on social media because I think that yeah. there are very valid reasons not to be and it can be very bad if you like don't use it in the right way or yeah. if people are being mean on it like there's lots of bad sides of social media but it was yeah. encouraging to me to hear that because I was like okay mm-hmm. like it gave me more peace about doing it more often mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. so anyway that was just my little side tangent. I love it. Um, There was another thing that, you know, he had said. I, hold on. I just had it. Was it um, the north, south, east, west thing? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I made he, my little compass. Yeah. Here's my little compass, too. <laughs> so he was talking about how he was talking about north, east, south, and west. And he goes, I think he told everyone to point north. North. Yeah. And when I tell you, everyone pointed a different direction, everybody. And I was sitting there. I was pointing up because in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> I laughed right. so hard at you. <laughs> I know. He looked at me and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm pointing straight up because, you know, it's, you know, on there. And um, so anyway, long story short, he brought it back down and he said, notice how everyone's pointing a different way. Even if it's the tiniest bit a different way, he points the exact way. You know, north is. He said, "There's only one way. So if you go slightly the wrong way, then you go to the wrong destination." Mm -hmm. And when he had said that, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" If we veer off the road, oh, so here's you know the path to God. If you veer the tiniest bit, a centimeter over, you're not. You're going to the wrong. De- you're going to the wrong place. Yeah, and with faith, it's you're either all in or you're all out. There's yeah. no the lukewarm stuff. I'm so guilty of you know being a lukewarm person, and when I tell you, it really didn't get me anywhere. To save y'all, <laughs> save y'all the trouble. Save y'all the time. <laughs> save y'all the time and the trouble. um When you're 100 percent in, and when you're going, you know, when you're going north. You're going north, and everything is going to work out in God's favor. Yep. And and that's why uh, it's a narrow path. Like, Jesus exactly. really speaks about it being it's a narrow, narrow path. path. And not a lot of people are going to take it mm-hmm. because it is hard, and you are going to go through a lot. Yeah. But in the end, the reward is so amazing, and it will be so worth it in the end, yeah. which is hard, especially when you're going through something really difficult. It is hard to keep that mindset, but... I promise you guys it's so worth it oh absolutely he he talked about how it's not uh, about being on a happy journey it's about being on a truth yep. journey which was like uh yes and then um but he also talked what this is where I always like for me a good sermon is when you bring it all back to what Jesus did for you like yep. that should be every single sermon like if you're not yep. bringing it back it it, may, it means nothing Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he brought it back to the fact that we were made right um, in Jesus. Like, Jesus is who made us right. And that is why we are on that narrow path. Not because yeah. of anything we did, but because of what he did. And we were mm-hmm. made by Jesus for Jesus. We were made to have that relationship with him. And it's the only way we, we can thrive. It's the only way we can stay on that narrow path. Um, yeah. And so like obviously that was a huge takeaway because it's like you got to bring it back to what Jesus has done and the fact that it's it's Jesus that allows us to be on that path and one thing that I absolutely loved that he brought up was how he dealt with a porn addiction, he dealt with drugs alcohol and you know especially at Passion bringing that up with a bunch of you know 18 to 25 year olds I mean, Lizzie, you know this, I've definitely dealt with a yeah. lot of, of those issues. And for him to just out, like publicly say all that stuff yeah. and just share his experiences and how God truly did transform his life. That's like, one of the reasons I love life. Jonathan Pekluda. JP. Yes. Oh, I love him because he talks about the real stuff. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of the time when people, you know, talk about Christianity, they only talk about the perfect picture. And that's why Christian, like, people who don't know God, that's why they feel so left out. Mm-hmm. is because not a lot of people talk about the struggles. And yeah. people don't talk about that. God will literally bring, deliver you from anything. If you just accept yeah. him as, you know, your yeah. father. And exactly live with him. Yes. I um, lo- sorry. Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, you go. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I just say, I saw this lady... <laughs> Um, uh, yesterday on TikTok, and she said she, she quit OnlyFans, and she wants to follow God, but she feels like God can't forgive her for what she I, saw, I really? saw that, too. Really? I saw that, Okay. The blonde girl? Yes! Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I commented, I was like, no, I, believe me, God can forgive you. And he oh, loves yeah. you. And he has been seeking you this whole time. All you gotta do is turn around. All you gotta do is turn yeah. towards him. Yeah. Um... And then another thing that he said was when he met this, you know, he was talking about the girl that he met that, you know, had never done any of that stuff before. She mm-hmm. was like, you know, devoted her life totally to God. He quoted this from her and I wrote it down and it stuck with me. Um, she said, I've had more fun and less scars. Yes. And oh
1: God, I remember that.
0: when he said that, I said, girl, nice. I said, you popped off on that answer. Let me tell you. it's so true like the amount of time I can tell that I've spent with God versus you know the world I've had so much more fun and Mm -hmm. I've had so much more fulfillment out of living with God not going to parties not drinking not smoking all that stuff and then I look back at you know the life that I was living yeah and I was like I thought that was fun right (laughs) that and that's something like that's been really on my mind lately has been about freedom and oh, we yeah. find our freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. We are, find our freedom in obeying Christ. And I feel like the yeah. world has that so twisted. They think that if they get to do whatever they want to do, that's true freedom. Yeah. But you're just enslaved to your sin. You have to sin because you're enslaved to it. Um, yeah. Or with Jesus, we're free from those bonds. And yes, like, I mean, Paul talks about being a servant to Christ. And, and that, like, we are his servants, but he has given yeah. us freedom. And we yeah. have... We have the ability to now choose not to sin. And, like, obviously, we're still going to mess up. I'm not saying, like, that we're We're perfect. We're all perfect, but that just comes with, you know, being human. Yeah, but we have that opportunity now to choose to not do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that only comes through Christ. And there's more freedom in following and obeying Christ than there is in following and obeying the world. Yes, 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 yes. It's wild, because I feel like I never thought about it that way until recently like really Mm -hmm. recently so yeah yeah anyway i love it (laughs) um the next person is levi lesko oh my god (laughs) i he is my favorite i literally have three pages of notes from him so see mine was i go cut me off if i'm going on for too long My, um I have a lot of pages from him and then but Louie I think I have the most from. I definitely have the most from Levi, so yeah. um that one will be my Yeah. You know. <laughs> you're you're gonna say everything. Um would really you like to get started? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I uh I just wanted to say before we start. I'm so excited to read the book that I have. It's not by Levi Lusco, but he mentioned it. And He didn't mention like that it's a book, but he said the, yeah. the title, and I know I talked to you about this. Because I, I was like, wait, yeah. does he, did he write that? And I just didn't know. He did not yeah. write it. But he said, this too shall pass, but he crossed out past, and he said last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I have a book that literally that's the title, this too shall last, and it has past mm. cras- crossed out. And yeah. so I'm excited to read it because, I mean, if it's anything like his sermon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want to go see him in different places to oh, go yeah. preach. Um, I'm going to look him up and listen to Because before Passion, I was literally just telling you this before we started. I didn't even, like, really know who he was. Mm-hmm. I had heard I'm of him, still, but I never listened to him. I'm still getting, you know, into, you know, listening to different sermons by different people and trying to expand my horizons, yeah. um, get people's different perspectives about it. Another thing I love about passion is they did that for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they really did that. Yeah. So <laughs> what well, I think my biggest thing, just because obviously, you know, Aaron and I have been talking about engagement, um, uh, yeah. and that's a really big thing on my mind. Uh, and I had actually been thinking about engagement rings, not in the sense of actually having an engagement ring, yeah. but it had just been was, I was just thinking about it and like because we had been taught we've been talking a lot about like oh like how big does it like i i'm like i want a tiny one i don't like need something super expensive and everything yeah. anyway i had just been thinking about that and i had kind of thought about this little thing for a brief moment like it wasn't even something i really dwelled on but i remember so, literally standing right over there by my closet <laughs> grabbing a pair of socks when i thought about this and he's yeah. and it was before passion cuz i was packing and he literally talked about it. And I was like, okay, this was, like, something that I, like, blipped over for a yeah. moment in my room. But he talked about it. And he said, the Holy Spirit is like an engagement ring. It's proof yes. of all to come. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's crazy that God literally, like, helped prepare my heart. Literally right over in that corner. And yeah. But it was only, like, for a moment. So, it, oh. it was... Just enough for it to stick out to me. Like, just to think a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. But for when I listen to him to be like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I I don't even know where to get started with, you know, everything that he had talked about. Yeah. Um, the, I'm going to just start off with saying this, which literally I would get it tattooed on my forehead if I could. <laughs> Things that hurt like hell heal like heaven and when I yes. when I heard that I I instantly was like the amount of struggles and pain that I've gone through over the past few months even like year I like sitting here now in contentment with God it's literally been so rewarding yeah. like all those things obviously you know they happen and it sucked but sitting here now, I'm like, if all of those things hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't even be on this podcast with you. Right? <laughs> like, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't be the person that I am now if those things hadn't happened, and it hurt like hell going
1: mm-hmm. through all those
0: things. And I was like, why is this happening to me, God? Why would you let me go through that? Right. But now that I've healed from it, and I'm with, I'm like sitting in contentment. I'm literally sitting here, and I'm thinking on for everything that I've been through. I'm like, thank you. I said, you heal me. You've delivered me. I said, that is the truest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That's so true. Um, One thing I wanted to say that I just realized I didn't say earlier was one of the things I was praying for was just that God would prepare my heart. And that's something I really want to focus on. That's why I want to fast next time. But Mm -hmm. it really been, and so like now that I'm rereading through this, I'm like, oh, that's where God was preparing my heart, you know, and um. Uh, some of what he talked about, about still hot, ha- like you were just saying about like the gratitude, even in these circumstances, um, is something that literally the next, like on my birthday, we went to, we went to venture, um, my church yeah. on my birthday. I went with my family um, and Aaron came with, which is cool. Cause he got to meet my friends there. Um, but we went and the pa- our pastor, well, it like our, uh, um, like, not lead pastor, but, like, the next, yeah. whatever, uh, assistant pastor or whatever, He yeah. he's awesome. We love Pastor Morgan. Um, But he talked about gratitude in all circumstances. He was yes. talking about how, like, you don't have to be grateful for the circumstances, but you're going to be grateful in the circumstances. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so I thought that was really cool that, like, it kind of correlated. But what I the thing that was like really stood out to me about Levi was he wasn't just preaching on a pulpit about um about issues and that he that like people face. He wasn't just being like, You're gonna go through suffering and you gotta be grateful and you've gotta yeah. let God heal you. He mm-hmm. went through it. Like his her, his, his five year old daughter died. That at five years broke old my heart. So he wasn't some guy, like, I feel like, it, for me, I'm. it's hard for me to be like, like, obviously, we all go through suffering. I'm not saying, like, I've yeah. never gone through anything, but nothing like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for me, sometimes it's hard to be like, well, even in your suffering, you know, God is still with you, oh, and, yeah. like, all this stuff. It's hard to say that, but, like, Levi can't say that, because this man has gone through, like, crazy stuff that... I can't even, like, I'm so grateful. I've never been through, but, like, the fact that he's able to, like, lean on God through all of it. And he's Mm. like, it's not just going to go away. The suffering's not going to just pass. It's going to last, and it's going to suck. But God is going to be right there with you. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) For bringing that, you know, to people's eyes and ears. Yeah. And one thing, I had rewatched, so obviously I I just rewatched his sermon because... At the end he said a prayer and it moved me so much and it was it literally just brought me to tears yeah. but when i re-watched it i quoted it's kind of a long quote so bear with me for a minute um but he quoted this and it literally has it still stuck with me god wants to do more through you than you think he can i was just but about to it's say gonna that. hurt more than you think it will for the part of the process of following him will be pain but <clears throat> sorry, but the real question is what will we do about it? Because you can be sure the devil wants to use your pain. Yep. I literally... Wait, where'd it go? <laughs> oh, I flipped to the next page. And That's my right here. Like, my last little thing on this page is that's what it is. Yeah, and it... Oh, my word. It literally... I just... I've gone through... S- And I've, I've seen a lot of my friends go through it too. They're like, God, I just don't. And I've heard people say it on TikTok too. I've just, everyone goes through it and it's just Mm -hmm. part of, you know, following God. I just don't know what he wants to do with me. Like, I just don't understand the point of, you know, doing this. God That is not God speaking to you for the premise. Mm -hmm. That is not God. Um, And the part about it hurting more than you think it will is so true (laughs) because I, I'm definitely, you know, experienced, you know, heartache and it, I'm like, oh, it's, it's going to be like, whatever. Mm. No, no. Yeah. It hurt a lot, but for a good reason. Yeah. God was preparing my heart for what was going to come. Right. Like you had said earlier, like about you going to get something from your closet. It was, he prepared your heart. And then, you know, you go to passion and you hear this sermon and it's like, Oh yeah. my word! Like right. he's preparing me for this very moment. Yeah. And there's been so many instances where I've put in, I've been put in the position. I'm like, what am I going to do about the pain that I'm feeling? Like, am I just going to sit here, be depressed, and let you know the enemy take control over my emotions and control how I feel, or am I going to actually stand up and be like, you know what? You're not going to win today. I said, God holds the victory, and yes. I am going to get through this there's a reason I'm going through this pain yeah and um yeah that's been really hard because I feel like so many people struggle with what are you actually going to do about it right are you just going to sit there or are you going to take it and leave it in God's hands yeah so I his the next part that he's talked about is literally everything um (laughs) he said um he talked about allowing the weight of glory to outweigh your pain Yep, <laughs> and I was like, uh, "What?" The? <laughs> yeah, said, um, speak louder for the people in the back. Right, <laughs> God's up to something in your pain to produce glory, which is way greater than your pain. And yeah. then He talked about how your life is hidden in Christ. So, what is eighty years compared to eternity? Yes. Now I was when like, he, it, it, "That's not it fair. Really cool. That's not fair." No, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, to me, it was really cool how, obviously. You know, he was talking about money yeah. and he, to put it more in our perspective, he said people can easily wrap our minds oh my gosh, more yes. around time. So instead of, you know, a billion, trillion, million, whatever it was, mm-hmm. he said, I'm going to put it in time. When he put it in time perspective, I Because he did seconds. Yeah, he did right. seconds. Yeah. And I can't, I think I wrote it down on my rewatch my rewatch thing yeah I don't have Um, it written down but I remember what he like okay so this this wasn't this was kind of about you know he had basically related it on how like if you lose a hundred dollars you know you'll be sad about it but if you have you know all this money coming to your account like it's not gonna matter yeah but he said a lot of us cry over that a hundred dollar bill because we lost it and so when I was rewatching it he said this why cry over a hundred when you have 31,000 years of glory and he said why are you gonna sit here and cry over this $100 bill when it's so inconvenient but you don't even know this but you look in the future and it's like you have 31,000 years even you've eternity. yeah you've eternity of just glory that you feel when this $100 bill it seems like the world because it's so like it's a lot of money and you cry or you get so upset about it but in the end it's like you look at the bigger picture and it's like you have all of this of glory to, right. you know, exactly. look forward to. And when you started talking about time, it really like put it in perspective with me. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even, it just wasn't something that even had crossed my mind until you said it. And yeah. it really just hit, hit close so... Yeah. And then he talked about your infirmity is not your identity. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> See he sees, oh my gosh, you get to find the cross in your pain because that is how you relate most to Jesus because He yep. took on that pain of the cross and the sin for you. Yep. And I it that really, to me when he had got all those garbage bags on, you know, oh my the goodness. stage, and you he dug the the, he it. dug the cross up from the very bottom. It really spoke to me because it's like if he if anyone can be going through literally the worst thing in their life, there are people that struggle with unimaginable things, like things that you wouldn't even think could happen. Yeah, And yet some of them still go all the way down to the bottom of the garbage dump, like the very bottom, dig up that cross, lift it up and put it on, you know, the pedestal. It just really spoke to me because I'm like, if people... If some people who are going through only Lord knows what, then why, who am I to think that I can't do that? Right. You know, it it's, it's just something that, you know, once again, you have to pick up your cross every day and carry it. Yep. It's not just something that you can just pick up, put up there once and leave it. Yep. No, you have to pick it up every single day and carry your cross. Yeah. And I've definitely struggled with that. <laughs> so i think everybody has yeah seeing that representation of him doing that on stage was just very eye-opening to yeah. me and i just want to point out that that is the only thing that can truly stand on the pedestal because anything oh, else is gonna fall Yep. Yeah. but not the cross um and then we we're talking about that Jesus, and <laughs> i he funny. is he is risen y'all he is risen. um <laughs> did you have you seen all the like TikTok memes about that? oh my god I keep seeing it and I love them. I literally keep watching it alive. All of them saved. Um, but it's so true. I literally, for the past months, or past few months, I've lost all my confidence. I Just with, you know, a cert, I was in There was an... <laughs> you know... I know um, what you're talking about. I was in a situation where I had just lost all my confidence. I was in a relationship mm-hmm. where I just lost all my confidence and... I was just very, I'd reached, I'd made a lot of mistakes. And I was just in a very low point in my life. And when he started talking about, he was like, you know, people always want that riz. They want to, you know, like be confident. They want to, you know, get the girl, get the guy, you know, have the riz. He was like, you know what? He is risen. And the only, re- the only way we can get that confidence and strength is through God. Because God gives us our confidence. He gives us our strength, our hope, and everything. Yeah. And so when I saw that, it literally just put all my confidence back inside of me because I was like, you know what? I do have Riz, and it's that G Riz. Riz. (laughs) Yep. Um, But, oh, that was so good. I love it. And I keep seeing TikToks about it, and I'm like, yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Do you have any more comments on that or on Levi's, or are we good to move on? I have so many, but for the sake of this podcast, let's move (laughs) on. Okay. Um, all I wanted to say is bef- like in between I think we had a break after that and that is when yeah. I wrote down a lot about just allowing God to be sufficient and provide um, and be enough for me because I think that I do this thing a lot where I don't let him be enough. Um, and it's really hard to make, let him be enough and all I need. And it's a not, it's a head knowledge, but not always a heart posture. I definitely know there's so many people that struggle with that. So many people. Yeah. Um, so I just, that was something I wrote down for myself. Um, was about just some stuff about not, about letting God be what I desire. And then when I, you do that, then God becomes what you desire, Mm -hmm. and what he desires for you becomes what you desire. Oh, yeah. Um, then the Asbury campus pastor spoke for like five minutes, which was cool. Um, I just wrote down about being an empty vessel and allowing God to pour into you and then you to pour into others, other empty vessels. Um, and I just wanted to point out what he said about revival. And he said, we don't get to be the one to claim it as a revival, will allow history to show it as a revival. Exactly. Um because you like it has to you have to see it in the long term. Yeah. And it so. it was really cool because watching him talk, you could see the you could literally feel like I had chills while everyone was talking this entire yeah. like week week I guess weekend kind yeah. of. But um yeah, it's like 3 days, but it was in the middle of the week. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know. But the whole time we were there, it was especially with him, you could just see the Holy Spirit moving. And especially through him, he just broke into tears talking about revival. And it just goes to show that literally, it only comes from Holy Spirit. We can't define it. Yeah, it is the Holy Spirit. And he was it was moving through him. And it was just, it brought him to tears. And then it brought me to tears. And I was like, yeah, it was so good. I really liked that part. Um yes. One second. So, Earl was next, which his probably spoke to me the most. Um, yeah. It, and the biggest part that stood out to me that I know it's towards the end, but I just want to put it out there. The enemy doesn't play fair. He... That yes. was, like, that was the main premise of everything he said. there's always a the price, price to everything, and he will always try to make a bargain and a deal. There's never yep. nothing fair about it. Yep. Nothing. He's going to take everything. the main thing he said is, I will not make a deal. I will yep. not make a bargain. Don't take and the shortcut. No shortcut. It's just, I, yep. you take, you take, it's my way or the highway. Yep. And, you know, it's just. And I will say, the one thing about him which I absolutely loved was his little girlfriend in elementary school. And I love <gasps> oh how he shared that Wait, story. Wait, can I? One second. Oh, I oh have to show you. <laughs> oh my gosh, Shh. Shh. <laughs> You're okay. Everything's fine. Oh my gosh, where is it? I have to find it. Oh my gosh, here it is. Sorry about that. No, oh, it's okay. They're loud. Um. Oh my. Gosh, okay. I told you I would show you a picture of this, and I forgot. Oh boy. This is the ring that in kindergarten I got given. He just dropped it on my desk. His name was Dakota. Look at it, though. It literally wait looks like a real engagement. Ring. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> So it does not fit my finger at all, never has. Uh, it's way too loose. But yeah, let me put that one. is literally insane. But yeah, so I don't know. I have like a real fake engagement ring. Oh my gosh! My mom, wow. had, my mom had to call his dad to make sure he didn't steal it. I was I was literally just about to ask. Are you sure that's not like his mom's or something? Um no, um, she called and I think it, he said he said it was fake or that it was like I don't know something didn't matter yeah. so. Anyway, so there were I okay. told you I'd show you that and I forgot. Yeah, well I'm I'm glad you did because I kind of forgot about it and then yeah um okay so his sermon also spoke to me a lot um because of you know accepting and settling for less and I yeah. um.
1: The last, one, one of the things that
0: he had said was, we have been accepting plastic rings mm-hmm. and compromising, but we are worth more than rubies. Satan will try to. Oh. What did I write? <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to tie, oh, tie us down with plastic rings when God wants to give us a ruby. Yes. And this goes for all you ladies out there and guys. Because I feel like a lot of us Absolutely. don't put our worth, we don't put our worth out there. We mm-hmm. just don't. And we have been just compromising and settling for less with our faith. Yep. And we have just been compromising because we want to be with a certain someone. We have been compromising because we... You just called out a lot of people, Abby. <laughs> we compromise because we just want to be with someone because we're settling for less, because we're comfortable in the situation with work. I'm guilty of that very yeah. much so because we don't, we're scared of just going out there mm-hmm. and we've just been settling for plastic rings that the enemy has given us because we are getting too comfortable with comfort. We are getting too comfortable. Yep. <laughs> and I know cause it, it called me out. So I only feel right to call it <laughs> too. Right. Um, but, and then the, when you look at it in the end, it's like God wants to give us so much more, so much more he wants to give us. All the things in the world, yeah. we literally have been settling for the littlest things. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if we go to God, He will give us so much more. Yeah, but it all comes from taking that leap of faith. Yes, that's he, where it all comes from. One, two other things that he said that really stood out to me were: "Do not make peace with the enemy of our souls." Yes, he's the enemy. Yes, yes, yes. the enemy. <laughs> um, and then he said. Um, we expect to be able to sin and not get the consequences, but there are consequences and they're big ones. Like you were saying, like we, we settle for what we think is okay to do and that, you know, whatever, but we expect that there won't be consequences to that when there are. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that, of being like, oh, I can do this and it's going to be fine, but nope. Another thing that he said, there this one's kind of a long one. There's two different points, but I'm just going to go through. I'll go through both of them and make them a little bit shorter. Um, So this one, when he started talking about his son and his son's car accident, and he basically said on stage, he was like, my son should be dead right now. My son should not and be his alive. Son was right. there. I know. His son was there. Sorry. and I felt a lot of mixed emotions about it when he said it. Um, Sorry. I really didn't cut you off. This are. is the big one. There will always be a test. Never give in to the enemy when you feel numb. Sometimes it may feel like a good option, but it will cause so much pain later on and hurt you so much more. Yeah. And oh my gosh, the amount of times, and even my some of my friends have told me this, the amount of times that the enemy has almost won us over, and have just been like, "Listen, if you just, I know you, I know, trying to comfort us with bargains." Absolutely. And it's like, I'm not going to make a deal with you right now. Listen, it'll be so much easier if you just, you know, do this. It'll be so much easier if mm-hmm. you just, you know, take the easy road out. No, it won't. It may seem like a good option in the moment. I know. Cause I, mm-hmm. um, I, unfortunately I'm going to say it. I've made a bargain. I've made plenty of bargains in my life mm-hmm. and I compromised because I thought that it would just be easy and, We saw where that got me. I ended up having, even though it was a few years later, I ended up having to deal with all of the consequences of the bargains that I had made. Absolutely. Yeah. So there was that one. And then this is the last point that I have um, after babbling on. Don't improvise on the plans that God has for us. Don't give in to the enemy by accepting bargains and deals. You're either all in or all out. Yeah. Don't bargain because you're tired of being the only one left out of your friend group that is um, not making bad decisions. And just because people make bad decisions does not mean they're bad people. Yeah, that is one thing that That's I feel a- like telling people. Go <laughs> ahead. I know you've no, got no, no, something. No, no. Say because it's a segue into the next speaker. Perfect. Um, yeah. So just. Don't give in to the enemy because you are tired of being the only one singled out because you are the only one who doesn't want to do whatever other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And, and just because you're, just because people are doing it does not mean that they're bad people. It is okay, but just be the light and hope that, you know, people will feed onto it. And yeah, that's, what Levi? I'm leave it there. Not Levi. That's what Louis says. He literally, I was just reading it because it was going to be my first point. He said, sin doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a dead person, a spiritually dead person. Yes. And a dead person can't do anything. And it made us the object of God's wrath. Yeah. Now, with Jesus we're no longer the object of God's wrath. Mm-hmm. We are now a spiritually live person and we have that choice not to sin. He's made us alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was that first little point. So yeah. it. This is when I, he had the big cross. That was so cool. Yeah. I've been called out quite a bit from these sermons and I'm sure that everyone in there were. Or was, yeah. I guess. Um, but did you have anything else to say about Earl before I... No, we're good. Okay, here. so... Um, yeah, I... Mm-hmm. It, then. So Louis said, when Christ died, I died so that Christ lives in me. Yes. And then he talked um, about the magnitude of the cross. So one thing that he said, it, it was relating to what you had just said. Mm. He said when... When we are dead, and then he said in, I guess, an object of God of God's wrath. Mm-hmm. So being dead, you are an object of God's wrath because after, you know, all of this that happened, you know, um, and then the Lord will obviously step in once you are dead. Once you are dead, he's going to see that you are yeah. spiritually done and he will help. He'll be there to help you, to help pull you out. Yeah. It's just whether you want to accept it or not. Right exactly. Um, and then obviously without Christ, we are separated from God. Mm-hmm. It's, you know,
1: kind of, a kind
0: of a big one, it's kind of a giant one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. But... I was just going to read what he said about allowing the cross to dwarf things because the cross, yeah. he put up a huge cross, which just, it was just to get the point across that it needs to dwarf everything. Um, But it said, may it dwarf powerless religion, the choking grip of guilt and shame, anxiety about future plans, um, which that was a huge one for me, your love affair with earth and earth's love affair with you. And there was another one, but um, I can't remember. Um, But then he said, because I remember I put one, I made them so that they were all like, in line with each other but I messed up on one I know I did that I had put at the wrong spot um uh and so now I can't remember which one what point it was but anyway that was kind of the point was for it to dwarf everything else and that was just so amazing um Mm -hmm. to see oh and my favorite point sorry I'm just gonna jump ahead really quick was to boast only in the crucifixion yeah and that's something that's been really on my mind a lot lately. Oh, yeah. I definitely, the, um, a feeling. So I, I wrote down the choking grip of guilt and shame and then the anxiety about my future plans. Those two yeah. things. Those two are the top. It, yeah. Those two in itself could carry an entire podcast. Oh, 100%. Um, we I, should do a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um there's just been so much there's so much that we struggle with every day with once again trying to control God's plan I'm guilty of it I know all my friends are guilty of it too yeah but it's just when you're not putting your life in God's hands you will face anxiety every day which will eventually lead to making bargains oh yes absolutely so that's my big thing but um yeah, you basically covered everything from where so. <laughs> you Well, yeah, those were his big points. And like, um oh, my one thing I, sorry, was that no, be canceled on. only by the cross. Stop worrying about what other people think. You're not going to get canceled by other people because they can't truly cancel you. No, because the if thing, they cancel you, they cancel God. Yeah, and and so, nobody can cancel God. Right? And so allow the cross to cancel yourself and to bring God out like out Amen. like if that makes sense, like glorify him oh yeah 100%. <clears throat> um that was so big to me and said die to truly live if we truly want to live we have to die to ourselves otherwise okay. we're not truly living um and so that was just that was like the biggest points but <clears throat> for me louis was i have the most notes on but i feel yeah. like they're a little like not repetitive but like they kind of get covered by some of the bigger topics yeah um that's how mine were with Levi. So, yeah. totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just have a lot of different, like, um, written. I wrote down a different, like, worship lyrics for, like, in each yeah. section, which was kind of cool. I love it when God brings lyrics to my mind. Oh, yeah. It's like, so there was this that, is called a worship. It's like. Let so me cool. see if I wrote it down. I think I wrote it down when I rewatched it. Yeah. Um, Sean had played this song. Um, it was, it was called Another Glimpse. I think that's what the song was called. And that song just brought me to tears. Because if you, oh, yeah. I obviously, if you guys want to listen to the song, it's called Another Glimpse. Just look it up on App Music or whatever It's yeah. my passion. Um, Sean sings it. But it literally, like, if you truly listen to the lyrics of it, oh my word. Yeah. It will speak to you in such a different way, and it's move It just moved me to tears mm-hmm. every single time I listen to it. I'm obsessed. Well, and it's so cool because that's God's call when He brings these worship lyrics to mind. That's His call for us to worship. Yeah, it's amazing. So yes. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I had of such course. a good time. We need to do more together because it's yes. we. It it was a little long today. Sorry about that. I had. I a love lot it. Of work, I'm glad fun. it was. <laughs> i love my long well, thank episodes. you for having me yeah, finally do. after how many a year a year maybe? a year in a few months yeah oh my God, that's oh my crazy gosh. so after a year we finally did a podcast but there I'm, yep. i am a feeling there will be more to there come will. absolutely well but thank you for having me yes, thanks for coming I on it. i love you I love Um you Thank you guys so, so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I definitely did. I had such a good time talking to Abby. I love, I always love talking to her. Uh, We try to talk as much as we can, but it's a little hard when she lives in North Carolina and I live in Washington. Just a bit of a, a bit of a stretch there to get to each other's houses. Um, I am so blessed to have her as a friend and to have gone to passion with her, I had such a good time and I miss her so much already. Um, But I really hope you guys had a good time. really sorry that this uh, episode is not on YouTube. I don't know why. I literally recorded it on video too and the sound is just not there. And I'm not talented enough to make sure that the sound from the podcast goes on top of the sound for the video. Um, So maybe if I learn how to do that one day if something like this happens again, I can fix it, but I just don't, I just don't know how to do that yet, um, but we had such a good time, and I'm so glad she had to come on, so thank you guys so, so much for listening, be sure to go follow the podcast on, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, even though this episode wasn't on there, um, as well as our, um, uh, on Instagram and the Talk Busy with Lizzie blog. But thank you guys again so, so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed and took something really good from it. Also, go uh, follow Abby. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and God bless.